Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Your health on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. It is now time for your health. Uh, my name is Elliot Danka. We talk about personal health and the business of health. Did you know that there is a World Sleep Day? Yeah, it falls on March the 17th, same day as St. Patrick's Day. So I'm not sure if uh, people get much sleep on that day. Uh, but it's an annual call to action for the World Sleep Society to spread awareness of the need to get sufficient sleep to stay healthy. And we all know we don't get a lot of sleep, especially here in Singapore. So how can we understand sleep health a little bit better? On the line with me is Justin Leong, President, Asia and Latin America for ResMed. Uh, Justin, thanks a lot for taking the time. Hi, Elliot. Thanks for having me. I suppose to start us off, could you tell us a little bit about ResMed? Sure. Um, well, ResMed is a company that started in Australia about uh, 30 years ago. And ResMed focuses on sleep health. We're actually probably the largest uh, company in the world just focused on helping people sleep better. And obviously, sleep, as you said, is uh, you know, one of the three pillars of good health. Sleep, diet, and exercise, we know are all essential to our, our health and lifestyle. Yeah, and one term that tends to pop out a lot when you talk about quality of sleep is uh, the word sleep apnea. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Well, when you think about the um, problems that people have when they sleep, it tends to fall into two main categories. One is uh, a term we use, insomnia, which is when people have trouble falling asleep mm. or staying asleep when they're already asleep. And the second major problem that people have is what you referred to, sleep apnea. And sleep apnea uh, is when people actually stop breathing when they sleep, which is obviously going to be a problem to, to stay asleep if you're uh, waking up during the night by stopping breathing. Often we call sleep apnea a severe form of snoring. So often snoring is an, an indicator of sleep apnea. Would it be accurate to say that something like sleep apnea can start to creep into your life as you get older, as you know, certain uh, muscles in that area around your throat and nose start to, to, to weaken? Yeah, that, that can be the case, Elliot. So sleep apnea is associated with a, a few different things. It can be caused by people who are, are gaining weight. So if you're gaining weight, particularly around your neck, that can cause uh, an increase in sleep apnea. Also, things like drinking alcohol can also, as you say, relax the muscles around your neck. That can also block the, the airway when you're breathing. But to be honest, anyone can have sleep apnea. Even children have sleep apnea. Both men and women have sleep apnea. And old people, younger people, it really comes down to more your anatomy. So we often see people in the same family tend to have sleep apnea if it's, if it's to do with more your, your genetics or your anatomy. Yeah, I, I think I inherited a bit of sleep apnea because of my father. But uh, the weight part, definitely, I'm going to have to agree with you because after I've lost some weight, it has helped my quality of sleep uh, a little bit. I do want to talk about uh, ResMed's 2023 Global Sleep Survey. What could you tell us about it? You know, every year we think it's important to um, send out a survey to see how people around the world uh, are sleeping. And we had several countries participate, and obviously Singapore uh, being one of them. Um, and it's really interesting to see the, the differences, uh, but also some of the similarities in the uh, problems that people have sleeping around the world. Mm. And what were some of the insights uh, that you, you deciphered? Yeah, well, one of the um, you know, main things people think about is how long am I sleeping each night? How many hours of sleep am I getting? And, mm. you know, it's normally recommended that people get seven to nine hours sleep. That's the, uh, the ideal time to sleep. Mm -hmm. um, what we found in the latest survey is that people in Singapore 
are getting 6.9 hours of sleep on average per night, which is just below that ideal range. Um, and just to give you a, a sense of some of the other countries, China came in at 7.5 hours per night, uh, India 7.7, and Japan a little bit lower, actually 6.5 hours of sleep. So people in Japan really not getting enough sleep. Wow, that is that is quite interesting. In, in this survey, uh, Justin, w- were there any indicators as to why, you know, places like Singapore, even Japan, were getting that little sleep? In my mind, I'm thinking it's because we're too well-connected, social media, Netflix is in the room, that type of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good point. So there's two things we look at. We look at the, the hours of night for sleep, so the quantity of sleep people are getting, but also the, the quality of sleep. Right. Um, because you may be getting nine, even ten hours of sleep. But if your sleep quality is not good, you're not going to feel good in the morning. So on the sleep quality metrics, about 60% of people in Singapore are satisfied with their sleep quality mm. versus from other countries, 84% in uh, India, uh, 61% in China, and only 39% in Japan. So people in Japan also getting poor sleep quality. And what are the, what are the reasons? We actually found some, some gender differences, actually. So okay. in Singapore, about uh, 36% of females say that anxiety and depression are keeping them up at night. Uh, wow. Whereas for males, it's more due to work-related concerns or stress. So these are some of the things that are you know, in people's minds, obviously, when they're going to sleep, and it's affecting their ability to sleep and the quality of their sleep. Mm-hmm. I got to agree with you on that one. Uh, and, and I have this discussion with my wife all the time, right? That state of mind before you go to bed. Um, but but I do understand that. Like, for me, I, I'm a bit of a, a semi-pro boxer. So I know it's very important to get good sleep if my muscles are going to recover. And it's that desperation for muscle recovery that somehow puts me in a better place to sleep. Why is it so important to make sure people know how important sleep is? Yeah, well, you're exactly right. And um, sleep is not just for your body recovery. It's also your mental recovery. And uh, what we say is that you should think about your sleep in terms of the sleep cycle. Okay. So you will go through your light sleep, deep sleep, and then we call it rapid eye movement sleep through the mm-hmm. night. You mm-hmm. go through these sleep cycles. And each of the cycles in your sleep helps your body in a different way. So for you, if you're focused on recovery of your body, Mm -hmm. that tends to be during your deep sleep. And you won't get into your deep sleep until a couple of hours into your sleep. So if you're getting your sleep interrupted by, um, you know, some noise or sleep apnea, something's disturbing the quality of your sleep, you won't be getting into these sleep cycles. And therefore, by not understanding your sleep very well and not having good quality, you're not going to feel good in the morning. Yeah, my cat disturbs my sleep with his meowing at uh, five in the morning. <laughs> I have the feeling yeah, you yeah, might understand yeah. where I'm coming from there. Uh, Justin, what about sleep aid devices? Are, are there any that we could look at? It's typically um, not that easy mm. to, uh, to treat something like insomnia, for right. instance. Because insomnia tends to be due to what's going on in your head when you're going to sleep. So things like meditation and another therapy called cognitive behavioral therapy can help ease some of the anxiety or thoughts going in your mind to help you get to sleep better. Okay. If you happen to suffer from something like sleep apnea, there's a device called a CPAP device or continuous positive airway pressure, which is a, a machine that sits on the on your bedside table. And we, we at ResMed actually pr- produce this device. And it can actually keep you breathing well while you're asleep. And that will prevent you waking up due to sleep apnea okay. through the night and helping you breathe carefully. So these sorts of things 
uh, can help you either fall asleep easier mm-hmm. or stay, stay asleep and have good sleep quality. What about something as simple as like a melatonin pill? I mean, it's fairly, it's natural, uh, fairly easy access. In, in your experience, is this something that's recommended for people with trouble sleeping? Yeah, actually quite a few people uh, use melatonin to help them fall asleep. Melatonin is a, a naturally occurring yeah. hormone that um, normally is produced by your body to help you get into the sort of mode or mood for sleeping. But if you're having trouble falling asleep, then melatonin can help. And it particularly helps people who are you know, traveling to other countries and trying to get over their jet lag, actually. Mm. So people take it to try and get into the, into the time zone that they're flying, flying to. All right. I've been speaking with Justin Leong, President, Asia and Latin America for ResMed. Justin, appreciate your time. Take care and have a great day. Great. Thank you very much, Elliot. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.